What up? And welcome to another episode of Free Basketball Grizzlies Edition. I am your host as always. I am Daniel Greer. You can follow me at Daniel Greer on Twitter. We are presented to you by the Lead Sports Media. You can find them at the Lead SM on Twitter. But I want to just shout out our previous episode. If you missed it, this past Thursday, I put out an episode with Josh Allen of Bucks Report, and it was very good, but it was centered around the NFL. So you're, if you're an NFL fan of any sort, you are probably excited about the draft, uh, your team drafting, who they're drafting. Me and Josh got into very in-depth analysis, not, not me, Josh did the in-depth analysis uh, because I'm just a big dummy who's talking uh, but he did very good and got very deep into the knowledge of a lot of these players that you might not know. If you're someone like me, I enjoy the NFL. I am a Dallas Cowboys fan. Don't don't boo me. I, I heard that. But I I learned so much more. I normally hear or know the the players that are the headliners, right? But I learned I learned a lot of guys who are probably gonna fill up the first round, if not some of the second. So You'll hear that too. Josh is very good, uh, but we just got into that. It's very different, very, very, very different episode. It's it's not basketball, right? So, and it's not even Grizzlies. We do talk, you know, maybe a couple minutes in the very end about the Grizzlies. But if you like the NFL, if you like the NFL draft, uh, tune into that. It was a very good episode. Uh, but this week, um, it, it is definitely a solo show since we had that special edition. It. We're going to center it around the play-in games, um, the the play-in style, the teams, and everybody included. I want to do that. Uh, so so this week, we're going to do a quick review of the previous games that were this past week. Uh, we'll get into a little bit more in-depth analysis of the schedule that lies ahead, uh, as well as the schedule that lies ahead for the other teams that are vying for this play-in spot. Uh, you'll, you'll learn a lot about the strength of schedule coming up, as we knew this second half for the Grizzlies was going to be very, very tough. But we might have gotten past the toughest part so far. Um, as you know, and if you as you've watched this week, it's been a really roller coaster week. We've had our ups and we have our downs. Uh, we were kind of, you know, just un, just could not put into words, just like I just had at that very moment of what some of the games that uh, went on this past week, but. We're coming off an, uh, another big win against the Portland Trailblazers, and that will be hopefully a good wave to ride into these last uh, these last games of the season. Uh, and then after that, you know, we'll preview the rest of the schedule, and I'll give you my predictions on how this year should end up and uh, where I think we should finish up at. But uh, let's go ahead without further ado and hop into this past week. We, we're going to start off with the Nuggets and the Grizzlies. I know. I don't want to relive the, the drama either. But what a game. We're talking about Ja Morant, Nikola Jokic, two great players. And it was it, it, it was those two guys. In the last part of the fourth quarter and the two overtimes, those two guys were they were superstars. And I'm glad that we can say that we have a superstar on our team because I think Ja Morant is definitely rising up. 
But he had 36 points, 12 assists, 8 rebounds. Uh, what a good game. Xavier Tillman, a good game as well. 18 and 14. Uh, Kyle Anderson doing Kyle Anderson things. 11, 6, and 6. Grayson Allen, 24 points. Uh, Dylan Brooks did not play in this game, as well as um, Jonas Valanciunas. And as you know, uh, Triple J was not there yet. Uh, another solid game from De'Anthony Melton. 25 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. Those numbers are, are pretty skewed due to the fact that we had two overtimes. Um, but those those were solid numbers. The numbers you have to have to win the game. And we had a chance to win this game. We just could not finish. And every time we had a chance to finish them off, we either would we would screw up ourselves or they would hit a big shot. And in the, in the second overtime, um, the, the Nuggets took over. And Jokic took over. Uh, Jokic had 47 points, 15 rebounds, 8 assists. Uh, Will Barton, 28, 6, and 7. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., 21, and 7. So good games all around. They had a couple guys on the bench. Paul Millsap, 12 points. Uh, Jeff Green, oh, God, Jeff Green, 12 points. Uh, and P.J. Dozer, 10 points. So good game. Uh, it, was a, it was a Denver win, 139, 137, and two overtimes. But in the end, I think that game... We felt good about it. It was almost like a moral victory. Well, that was a Monday. We go to Wednesday. And then we hear, no Paul George. Kawhi Leonard is already ruled out. They had a lot of players that were not planning on playing. So we thought this could be a really good on-the-road win where we thought we were planning on losing. We were going to lose to this Clippers team. We all thought we were before we heard about all the injuries because the Clippers are a very good team. But after the injuries, I got excited. But these Grizzlies did not show up. In the first quarter, we jumped out to a 15-point lead, 39-24 first quarter. And then we bumped it up a little bit. We got it up to 18. 18-point lead somewhere in the second quarter. And after that, the Grizzlies scored 23 points in the second, 20 in the third, and 23 in the fourth. Recipe for disaster. They gave up. We still put up 105 points, but the only reason we did that is from the 39 points in the first quarter. Man, this was a terrible game. Not going to relive it much. Jaw, 22. Kyle Anderson was in double figures with 12. But that's pretty much it. Jaron Jackson Jr. This was his Return, Jaron Jackson Jr., 15 points, 8 rebounds, no assists, but he did have also 5 uh, fouls. A good 18 minutes. The first shot, 3-pointer, goes in. The Grizzly fans are just beside themselves, right? We're feeling good. This is going to be a win. We're rolling, and then everything just fell off. We made Luke Kennard look like a superstar. Six to seven from deep. He had 28 points. Marcus Morris, senior, 25 points. Zubak, 18 points. Terrence Mann, 19 points. That can't happen. And overall, they just outplayed us for three quarters. The last three quarters, the most important quarters. They absolutely outplayed us. And that was a tough, tough loss. But I hope that they would respond. We were going to Portland. These games were so important. So we had to pick up some wins against Portland. We were in the last three games of the road trip. 
We had a double dip against tra uh, the Trailblazers. And what do you know? After a tough loss to the Nuggets, disappointing show after the first quarter against these Clippers. We're still on the road. Last three games of this seven-game road trip. And the Grizzlies absolutely battled their butts off. Jonas Valanciunas was not there. Jaron Jackson Jr. was. Jaron had 23 points in 25 minutes. Another solid outing. He did pick up some fouls early on, but he only finished with four fouls. But once again, it's the John ja Morant show, and it was not Dame time. 33 points, 13 assists, five rebounds from Ja. 12 points and, uh, from Tillman, 25 from Brooks, 14 from Kyle, 8 rebounds, 1 assist, another Kyle showing. Um, that was a good game. Um, the only thing I did not love is the fact the way that Grayson shot. Grayson has not been playing well. He's kind of in a downer at the moment. And DeAnthony Melton has shown well at times, but he just has not been, uh, he's not separated himself to get himself back into the starting spot. People always ask, what's going on with, with Melton and uh, Grayson Allen? I don't know. I don't know the rotations, and we'll talk about that a little bit more later, but I, I'm curious if, if Grayson falls out of the starting lineup once JV and uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. come back. But this was uh, an all-around good game. It, was, it wasn't really as much Damian Lillard. It, it was really Nurkic. And because of our, you know, being small and not having Jonas, to which that's the reason I don't want to lose Jonas on this team. I think he is so pivotal for us having a big man on this team. Uh, CJ McCollum, 22. Damian Lowe, 27. Nurkis, 26. Those are those, they're big guys. Norman Powell, 13. And uh, Enos Kanner and Carmel Anthony, 12 and 13, respectively. They, they had a, Really, all around good scoring. There was nobody that was just jumping off the radar for them. Uh, but once again, the Grizzlies got them 130-128. Just a great game. Um, it was a solid game. One of the one of the better games I've seen. Uh, and it's always the Trailblazers and the Grizzlies that always come together and are building this rivalry to where they're putting out you know solid games, uh, game after game. And then that was a Friday, so we go uh, have a day of rest on Saturday and Sunday. An early tip. It was 1 o'clock local, 3 o'clock central time in our time zone. So it was it was very early for them, 1 o'clock there in Portland. And it was a Grizzlies win, 120-113. It got too, too, too close in the fourth quarter. They outscored us 35-30. After some crucial free throws, very good, solid play, solid coaching by Tether Jenkins. Uh, this the, this whole Portland Trailblazers mini series that we just had these two games, Taylor coached very well, um, and I think he got caught with Jaron Jackson re returning another player into the rotation. Not sure exactly who to play and who not to play, uh, especially against that Clippers team. Uh, Tyus Jones falling out of the rotation here uh, as being the backup point guard. So I'm not sure what's going forward because we have not seen Jaron Jackson Jr. and Jonas Valanciunas play together yet. That could come tonight against Denver. I'm not exactly sure the plans for them. Uh, but a solid game from Jonas, 21-10. and 10. Uh, 18 from Brooks, 16 Kyle Anderson, 28 from John Morant. He, he was the best player on the court. 
Uh, he's been the best player on the court those last two games against the Trailblazers. Um, Grayson Allen, nine points. Has not shot well. The three isn't falling, and so I'm not sure, uh, like I just said, if he's falling out of the rotation soon. Brandon Clark, 10 points. Everybody's wanting DeAnthony Melton to play. He was two of three from deep, but it was eight points. There's not there, He's doing many other things. He's doing you know six assists, Grayson Allen's five, five rebounds. I'm not sure which one you like better. I don't know if DeAnthony Melton is going to fall into that backup point guard role and be that spot-up shooter that he can be. I think DeAnthony Melton kind of needs the ball in his hand. I know in the past he's not played well when he's had to be the backup point guard. So that's the other thing. He's not played well when he's been the backup point guard and, and on ball. But I feel like he's developing himself into that. Justice Winslow, he had 18 minutes and he had six six points. He was the backup point guard. He was kind of facilitating getting to the rim, kicking out at times. Um, but I don't know if Justice is, is back yet. He, he still seems like he's missing his shot completely. Uh, but his defense has been spectacular. So it might be a matchup type game where you, you see uh, a Justice Winslow come in, Tillman come in at times. But I, I feel like in the end, Tillman and Winslow are going to be the two guys who, who see spot matchup minutes. Uh, and like I said, we'll get into that later, but, but a good game all around, um, the same exact game, pretty much. If you look at the box scores from the trailblazers, 17 from Powell, 16 Nurkic, 23, Damian Lillard, 27, CJ McCollum, Carmelo scores 12 again. Uh, Canner was down to seven points, but, uh, pretty much the same guys. Uh, they're, they're doing pretty much exact same game, two losses back to back. Uh, but that's the, the review in whole. I believe that that those games are very, very important and critical. If they would have lost one of those two, we're talking about a whole different look um, for these Grizzlies because we're one game up against San Antonio and, um, and as well as one game up on Golden State. So uh, they're both in the 9-10 respectively, and I do believe that New Orleans is is going to be out. They're, they're too far down now uh, this late into the season, so... I want to make sure that these wins are critical. Those two wins are very important because if we'd have lost just one of those after that showing in LA um, and and that tough loss against Denver, that those two wins are very very important, uh, especially for you know not many games remaining. Uh, and we'll get into that uh, in a second. But let's go ahead and talk about some of these teams that um, are left to play. We know that in the sixth seed, we have the Dallas Mavericks. Seventh seed is the Portland Trailblazers. In the eighth seed, your Grizzlies. Nine is San Antonio. And 10 is Golden State. Everybody's impressed and scared of Golden State. I am too. I love the Warriors. But I'm not sure if this one-man show with Steph Curry continues. I love Steph Curry. I love the player he is. I know he can win a game. It's a one-game sudden death. The winner moves on, and that scares me with with Steph Curry. But I believe in these Grizzlies. I I think we are an all-around better team than those those Warriors for sure. Uh, But let's get into um, the toughest strength of schedule left. And I'm not going to hit on every game because there's there's more games than uh, what they're kind of declaring on here. and, and we're looking at the schedule. Uh, most of these teams, um, I'll just use the Grizzlies, for example. Uh, they they are coming in, again, you know, really not many games left. 
Uh, I'm doing the math now. 13 games left. That's it. 13. So so roughly, you know, between 10 to 13, depending on some of these teams, I'm not, sh- I'm not sure. I don't want to do the math on all of them, so uh, please forgive me. Uh, but let's go ahead and look at the strength of schedule on these. The hardest strength of schedule in the entire NBA is the ninth seed San Antonio Spurs. The Spurs have caught up. They were in the tenth spot for a little bit, um, and even down in the eleven, you know, early, you know, middle of the season, they've kind of you know worked their way up due to the fact that they've had a lesser schedule than others. They their schedule was not tough at all. They were middle of the pack strength of schedule, but as you know, they played their easier matchups, and now they have the toughest strength of schedule the rest of the way. They have left, and you can find these on, on Tankathon. Uh, just go to the far right. There's a little, the three dots. Just click on that, and it gives you the strength of schedule. Uh, very good website, by the way, and, and and fun things you can do if you're actually looking at, at the draft picks. So uh, just shout out those guys. But uh, strength of schedule, they have uh, two, you know, they have six matchups in their toughest, and it's two against the, uh, the Jazz, who are looking to hold on to that one spot. That one spot's important to them because they want to play, you know, preferably, you know, the Grizzlies more than likely because they feel like they can match up well against them as well as, you know, even Portland. They feel confident in them. So they want to play one of those two teams and so they want to be in the first spot. Um, and then that number two spot, the Phoenix Suns. Um, I, I just believe that, you know, that those those four games should be three losses. I think they could easily win one of those four. But I think that's four. I think that's, you know, that's one in three. You're talking about the Brooklyn Nets. You know, they have a game against who knows who's going to show up. But in the end of the day, I know they're going to be, you know, pressing on to get, you know, a high seed and, and getting James Harden back, Kyrie, KD, all playing together and getting them adequated together. That's going to be a tough matchup no matter who is on the court, whether it's all three or one of the three tough matchups. And then you have the Philadelphia 76ers, the, the one seed out in the East, looking to prove that they are the true one seed. Ben Simmons is back from a little, you know, small absent uh, absence, and so now you have Joel Embiid playing well. I just think with those big men minus the Nets, you have Joel Embiid, DeAndre Ayton, and Rudy Gobert. Those those are bigs that they cannot contain on this Spurs team. I believe that 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 will be a one in five. So those six games are going one in five, in my opinion. And the only two easy games that they have that are you know really in their schedule is the Sacramento Kings, who they can beat. But then it's the Washington Wizards, who are probably one of the, the hottest teams in the NBA right now. I would not want to play the Washington Wizards if I was any team because Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill can absolutely beat you on any night. So let's get into uh, Portland. Uh, they have the next toughest schedule, but they're sixth overall. Uh, they have 12 games remaining, and they have... The Utah Jazz, Phoenix Suns, those are going to be two top teams to that, that they can't beat. And then you look at the Nets. I feel like the Nets want to prove that it's not Dame time. I think they take offense to people that will be watching this game. People want to see Damian Lillard against Kyrie and KD and all of them. Um, I think that'll be a, another loss. Denver, I think they could. I think they could beat Denver because they don't have that big man. And so I feel like that could be a, definitely a win. The Lakers, uh, 
they're getting back LeBron at some point. I'm not sure what the game is. Uh, AD just came back. And then you have the Atlanta Hawks who are playing well. But then again, is Trey Young there? Uh, do they does, does the Portland really need that game that night, depending on what, what they're looking on their schedule? So I, I feel like they could easily go, you know, Two and four, three and three, uh, split the split five hundred there. But those are tough matchups. Uh, the Rockets are their one of their easier games. The Cleveland Cavaliers and the um, Indiana Pacers. Uh, those those should be wins, and they're banking on those wins. But the Pacers have been, and they're they're playing a little bit better, even though it's against lesser competition. They're starting to get you know catch their stride again and kind of make sure they they ease themselves, and so. That that team is still fighting for a playoff spot, and so yes, they are they're an easier matchup, but they're not an easy matchup, especially when you have somebody like Sabonis. Um, even without you know Miles Turner, Sabonis is still uh, a good player and can match up well against Nurkic, in my opinion, uh, and pull him out into the perimeter. So in the end, I think that's a tough match. That's a, those are tough matchups for Portland, and really that gives the the Grizzlies a chance to catch um, that seven seed, and and we and then. The Grizzlies then would have the home court advantage going into that one game playoff, and I and I'll break that down in a second after I get uh, break down these last few teams. But uh, the next uh, the next hardest, or let's go down the easiest because it's twenty sixth overall, uh, and go back to Portland. They were sixth overall. I don't know if I hit that, but twenty sixth overall, Golden State. Um, they have the Jazz and the and the Suns. Uh, both, in my opinion, will be losses to them. And you have Dallas and and Memphis. Those are going to be tough games. Now, that Memphis game is a little different. That Memphis game is the last game of the season. Uh, either it matters or it doesn't, right? So if that game matters, it is at Golden State. That's a tough game for the Grizzlies. So I, I believe that Golden State, if they really need it, because they're going to need it more than the Grizzlies will, in my opinion. Uh, so if they need it, I believe it's going to benefit the, the Warriors more than it will against the Grizzlies. Uh, so that that thing it, that will depend on how that game goes uh, schedule wise. We're going to know the outcome of the standings more than likely before that last game. I don't believe this will be a, a big a, a big matchup at all. Um, in the end, it's the last game of the season. Golden State could need it more than Memphis, so we'll see on that. Uh, but that's that, that's tough uh, for them to the Dallas and Golden State. Who knows? Those two teams are Jekyll High. They could they could easily beat you with the likes of Luca and, and Steph. So that's a toss-up to me. But I think they definitely lose against the Phoenix and the Jazz. Two tough teams. But look at the easy teams they have. They have the Rockets, Minnesota, uh, the, the tanking Oklahoma City Thunder. You know, two games against them. Then they have the Sacramento Kings and then the Pelicans. The Pelicans are scary. I, I believe that they're out of the playoffs because they're, they're five games back of, I think it's 10th. Um, and so uh, making up five games with, you know, you know, 12 to 13 games left, it is going to be very tough. So uh, I believe Golden State is the scarier team. Steph Curry is hot. They have the easier schedule than, than San Antonio. So uh, watch for the Warriors to grab that ninth spot uh, because I, I believe that they are playing better. And it would be an absolute shocker if, if the Warriors jumped up to the eighth seed. I think if that happens, I think you're going to see Memphis go up because Memphis has an easier schedule, as we have not told you exactly who they have left uh, to play yet. But but that Warriors are very, very scary. So watch them. They have 12 games remaining. The Grizzlies now have 13th, the 28th overall. So uh, just, you know, two less than them. 
Uh, the Grizzlies have 13 games remaining against Denver tonight. So if you're hearing this, tonight is one of their tougher games. And then we play the Dallas Mavericks again. Um, and I believe that's at Memphis. Um, I haven't, I'm not looking at the schedule right now. We'll, we'll go over the schedule in a second. The New York Knicks, who we owe. I know they're hot, but as you know, a team that gets hot, they have to come back down to earth. The Grizzlies have went on six, seven, eight game win streaks, whatever it is. After that initial loss, they usually, you know, you, you can pile up a couple losses there. It evens itself out. So I wouldn't doubt if, um, if they, when they come down to earth, the Knicks, I, b- I believe that the Grizzlies owe them um, due to the, the last loss we had against them. Um, and then Portland, uh, Wednesday night uh, at home. Portland's, they're on, they're on a slide. The, the Portland Trailblazers are absolutely struggling right now, and they're not playing that bad. They just don't have any defense. But a five-game losing streak, this is the wrong time to do it if you're Portland. The Grizzlies are only a half game back of them. And we now have the tiebreaker with Portland. So if we can somehow catch Portland in Memphis this Wednesday and another win, sweep the season, the Grizzlies would hold the tiebreaker as we already do. But the second thing is, is we now will leapfrog them. And so that's very important game as well as tonight's game against Denver. Uh, but but the Grizzlies have an, another game, and so Portland's one of those who we just won too. And then the last game of the season uh, against the Warriors, uh, they're you know they're still considered a tough game for us. So uh, those are the five teams. I feel good. We owe Denver. Um, it was a very good matchup. We will have Jonas back uh, for that game. We should have Denver back, t- uh, or sorry, Jaron Jackson Jr. back for the Denver game. So that could be a good matchup for Jokic. I'm not sure how they're going to play that. I'm not sure about the rotations yet. Uh, but that will be something they have not seen yet. And so we'll see that there. Uh, the easier games, uh, Minnesota, Detroit Pistons, two games against the Magic, two games against the Kings. Um, and so I believe that we need to win those six. Um, and so, you know, that's giving us, as I just read, uh, 11 of the games. 11 of the 13 games are on this list. So I'll go over those in a second tell me uh, what, you, what my opinion of them is. Uh, but Dallas has the easiest schedule overall. They are have 13 games remaining, uh, one against the Nets, one against the Grizzlies, one against the, um, the Miami Heat and the Warriors. The Warriors are, are all up in these remaining games. So if you see, there could be the Warriors could catch hot because they're playing really good teams that really could make a difference. You know, those wins really matter if you're playing the team that you're trying to catch. Uh, and Dallas has Minnesota, Detroit, two against Cleveland, two against Sacramento. So Sacramento... If they start going the wrong direction, which they were, but now they're playing better basketball, even after a loss last night against the, uh, the Warriors, they're playing better. And uh, they're, they're a bunch of younger players now that are trying to prove a point that they, they want to be in this NBA. They want to be one of these good teams. And so uh, they're coming along. So Sacramento is not easy wins, um, as well as for the Grizzlies in Dallas, but two games that those teams must win. But I could end up seeing... Uh, Dallas staying in that sixth seed and, and, and the Grizzlies jumping up to the seven. I, I don't believe Memphis will catch Dallas. Dallas is you know too good of a team at this point, this late in the season, to try to catch them. Uh, but I do believe that the Grizzlies have a chance to catch Portland. Um, Dallas is exactly two games up on the Grizzlies with 13 to play each. Not sure how you make that up besides maybe that the head-to-head. That's possible, but... It would be very tough to catch that. And even if you did, 
Um, I'm not sure if you like the matchups. Um, I like if I was the Grizzlies going up um, against Utah. We never play great against them, but I feel like we have a chance against Utah and Phoenix. I don't want uh, the Clippers. That's not the team I would want. So if I was jumping up to the sixth seed and the Clippers stay where they were, uh, that would be the three seed. So uh, I would probably want to stay away from the sixth seed, even though it does get you completely in and without a play-in game. Um, but let's talk about the Grizzlies real quick. And uh, I have a special announcement after this before we preview the next games. Um, I, I, I have something special we've been working on. Uh, me and Ryan have been working on something else uh, with the free basketball family. So uh, stay tuned for that. But I have something for the Grizzlies edition. Um, it is going to be something I think you're going to like. And uh, as we move into um, the, the playoffs and uh, the play-in games, I, I think this will be something that everybody will appreciate and uh, kind of get on board. And it'll be something that I think everybody will will really enjoy and it will not take a lot of time. That's my tease. Um, but tonight's game against the Nuggets. Um, the Grizzlies uh, are, are underdogs at, uh, on the road by, f- by four points. It's going to be tough to beat the Nuggets tonight. We're coming off a uh, back-to-back. Uh, and so I know that will be you know, on the road, back-to-back. That's always tough. Uh, the Nuggets been at home. They played the Rockets last, and they are now having a day off, uh, fresher legs, not on the last game of a road trip. So, if it's if it's me, I, I'm counting this a loss for the Grizzlies. Uh, but then we come back home, and we have a, a rest day, and we have Wednesday against the Portland Trailblazers. I believe that the Grizzlies get up for this, and so I want to say that is absolutely a win against the, the, the Blazers. Um, and so that will be a good start to this homestand. Then we have the Magic a day later. The Magic are absolutely tanking. They do not want to win a game. And so let's go ahead and give them a, a win on that one. Um, and so the Grizzlies then have a, a back-to-back, I do believe. Yep, Saturday, May the 1st. We'll say another win against those Magic uh, and so now we we're on a three game win streak. So we so we beat uh, Portland Wednesday night. We're at home uh, playing well, and that's feel, we're feeling good. We do have to go on the road against the the, the Magic. I'm sorry, I, I completely missed that. So Friday night we play at home against the Magic, and then we both get on the on the plane and we both travel to the same place to play the next day in a back to back split home and away. Against the Magic, I still think that's a uh, a win. I'm curious in that matchup, and you'll you, you need to watch it. That could be where we set some players. We are deep right now. The Grizzlies are 12 deep, 12 deep of really good NBA players. You're gonna see some people sit. If it was me, I'm sitting John ja Morant on that back to back on Saturday. I want to prove my point at home. We can beat the Magic. They're going to lay down. And then the next night, that's when you put Tyus Jones in the starting lineup, probably. Uh, and then how we're working our rotations with uh, as normal. Uh, I, I could definitely see that's where you sit, uh, John Morant and someone else. So um, I'm hoping we can still get those Ws. Those are very important. But I believe with this team, we are deep enough to be able to sit Ja in a game. Um, 
But then we go, we have another day off uh, as normal. We play the Knicks uh, at home. So we come back home right after that quick uh, road trip. Uh, and we, uh, we owe the Knicks. The Knicks are playing very good. But in my opinion, they're coming back to our house. And we owe them. Let's get another W. Then we go back on the road Wednesday night after a, after a day off. Uh, and we play the, the T-Wolves. The Wolves are playing very well. Uh, but in, in that game, we need it more than they do. They're trying to tank at this point. I feel like that's another W. Um, and I know we're, you know, we're now talking about a five-game win streak. We're going back on the road uh, on a back-to-back against the Pistons. The Pistons are tough. The Pistons are tanking right now. And this late in the season, they're not trying to pick up wins. And so I believe that that's possibly another, even though it's a back-to-back, against the Timberwolves and the, and the Pistons. They're pretty close, not too much uh, flying distance. Um, so I, I don't think that's much jet lag. So I think that's you know back-to-back wins. We're, we're tallying up a lot of these wins, and I like it. All right, so now we go on another game against the Raptors. I know the Raptors are tanking, but that game scares me a little bit. I don't know how they're going to play. I don't know if they're trying to make the playoffs, not trying to make the playoffs, um, but I have to believe the Grizzlies are going to win that game. I just believe it. Um, and so at that point, uh, that's a seven-game win streak. We're feeling good. And then we come back home against the Pelicans and the Mavericks, two of our nemesis. And I'm going to go ahead, and you don't want to hear this, I'm going to give us a loss against the Pelicans, loss against the Mavericks. I hope I'm wrong. But after a seven-game win streak, you've been on the road, you come back home, I think it's a smack in the mouth a little bit. And I believe that these Grizzlies uh, might take on the chin and might be feeling good. I'm not sure, but I hope I'm wrong. But I have to give us some losses in here somewhere and lose it against the teams like Timberwolves and Pistons and even the Raptors. I just don't feel good about because they're all tanking. Um, and, and unless we can figure out a way to rest up during that those span of games and, and keep everybody healthy, I think we're going to lose some games. Uh, I hope it's not against you know the Pelicans and Mavericks. Those are two teams we really need to beat. Uh, Pelicans just because they're our rivals. So, um, but let's go ahead and give those losses. And then we're uh, another two games uh, on at home, trying to uh, clear the air. Come off some tough losses. Now we're playing the Kings on a back to back Thursday, Friday. I'm going to give us wins on both of those. I don't know if De'Aaron Fox is coming back. If he's going to play. Uh, but this late in the season, I think they're tanking to get um, a better draft pick, in my opinion. With, with less than three games in the season, they're not trying to win. Um, and we don't have a rivalry where they need to feel like they need to win. So um, I'm going to go ahead and give us a win on that. So uh, the last game of the season, as we talked about earlier, uh, that is going to be uh, the Warriors. I believe that the, the Grizzlies will absolutely, they won't need that game. If we handle our business, which I believe we will, um, I believe the Grizzlies will go ahead and take advantage of that. Uh, so let's go ahead and, and add up these losses. So I said we we're going to lose tonight against Denver. Uh, that's a loss. We have 28 losses right now, so that's a loss. That's 29. Uh, the Pels and the Mavericks, um, that's 30. and Sorry, 29, 30. Nope, sorry, 29, 30, and 31. Um, and then the, the Warriors, 32. So that gives us 32 losses on the season. 
And so let's go ahead and add up these wins real quick. Blazers, Magic, Magic, Knicks, Wolves, Pistons, Raptors, Kings, Kings. That's nine. So this gives us 40 and 32. I have a good feeling about 40 and 32. 40 and 32 puts us definitely striking distance of that seven seed. I'm not sure exactly. I don't want to get into too much. It's kind of going long on this podcast and probably everybody's asleep by now, but I'm trying to just figure out exactly how the Grizzlies get there. Um, Portland still has some tough games. Uh, They have the Pacers, the Grizzlies, the Nets. Um, And as they go down, Celtics, Hawks, Cavs, Lakers, Spurs, Rockets, Jazz, Suns, Nuggets. They end with Jazz, Suns, Nuggets, those games could go one way or another. I like having a really good team at the very, very last of your of your schedule, such as these Warriors. You might not need it. But in the end, that's tough because we might need those teams to beat uh, Portland, and that could be uh, a recipe for disaster. If we need them to win and they don't, man, that is tough just because they're trying to get healthy for the playoffs. But... Uh, but that's that. That's everything on the uh, on what I see us forty and thirty two. Uh, you tell me forty and thirty two before the season. I'm happy with it. I believe that this team is going to be in the playoffs. They're going to be in the play in games. And I and the way I see it, in my bold prediction of the day, I think you see Memphis in the seven, Portland in the Portland in the eighth, Golden State nine, San Antonio ten, uh, and, and another year in a row, Zion. Brandon Ingram, Pelicans miss out. Uh, they're just too far back. They're four and a half back of the Golden State right now and San Antonio. Four and a half with 13 to play. I mean, you have to go on a long win streak um, and hope some of these teams still play 500 basketball to have a chance. So um, we got into, um, you know, reviewing the week that was, previewing uh, what's upcoming. And so I went a bit longer on that. So I do apologize. I'm glad you stuck with me. Um, and going over that, but I kind of want to, I don't want to break down the matchups just yet. I want to just kind of look through the schedule and see how that goes. The special announcement that we have is that we're going to do a game day daily type of episode in between games. We want to preview and review games. I know we're heading down the stretch. So these games are uber uber important to us um, and so it'll give us a chance to break down uh, the, sk- the schedule so we're going to start on the 3rd um, of May against the New York Knicks and we'll give a quick review of how the matchup looks like and then because there's a day in between usual games um, we will go ahead and put out an episode that day in between it'll actually review what happened in that that Knicks game and then preview what's upcoming with the Minnesota game. We will give this to you in 10 minutes or less. Very quick. So if you have our episodes downloading automatically, thank you. If you want to, we're going to put out a lot of content coming up. Go ahead and go to the settings tab. Automatic download. Custom, just like I normally do on all mine. Uh, just get the two newest. That way you're getting these podcasts. They're downloaded to you. They're 10 minutes or less. So they're going to be quick. And you're going to get them uh, and make sure that you know what's, what's to expect in this game that's upcoming. 
and then what happened in the in the last game, how these other teams are doing. Is Portland on a now a nine-game losing streak? Please, dear Lord, let that happen. Uh, but are they on a losing streak? How are we matched up? Where are we at in the standings? And so uh, on your way to work, tune us in. Everybody usually drives 10 minutes to work, so uh, go ahead and turn us on. I'll give it uh, hot and heavy real quick. You're welcome. Uh, but that's all we uh, have this week. I, I hope you're excited about that because I know I am. But something that's uh, more important uh, than this entire podcast and something I want to make sure I share with you, uh, a friend of the show, um, Jonathan Sharks, um, he has cancer. He just announced today. Um, and so that's scary for him, his family, his little one. Um, it's a tough time in life. It's the unknown um, about cancer. That really is so scary. Um, I don't know enough of the details to give my opinion. The only thing I have is is wrap your arms around him um, and, and just kind of say a prayer or, or send uh, positive thoughts his way. Uh, if you have a chance, uh, say something to him uh, over on his Twitter uh, account. Um, but he's one of the good guys. And in, in my book, uh, the good guys always win. And so I, I hope that um, he keeps the positive thoughts because in a troubling time like this, it's, it's very tough to kind of keep your head up and, and, and keep your eyes looking forward. So I, I hope that he is able to look at the, the good things. Um, and, I, and as the stories have already come out, his family, friends are doing those little things that mean big things to him. So I hope, um, I hope he keeps his, um, his positive thoughts and his mind right. Because that, in the end, um, that's really how it affects you is your is your mind and, and kind of getting down. So uh, if you have a second, uh, go go his way and uh, send him something uh, good. I know he will appreciate it. But that's all we have this week. Uh, life is precious, uh, so make sure you, you appreciate and enjoy this ride, uh, such as the ride that the Grizzlies are on. That's a little different, but it's it's sports, and that's what we talk about. But so enjoy the ride that these Grizzlies are on as well. Um, to tie it into each other because I, I think these Grizzlies are a very fun uh, group of guys, a good group of young men uh, that are playing their playing their butts off in, in all honesty. But uh, let's go ahead and get out of here. Uh, you guys have another good week. Be nice and tell your friends.